0: Welcome to Trifecta Now, Living A Course in Miracles. This is Season 4, and it's called The Journey, Episode 19, In the Dream. Welcome back, and welcome to The Journey. The Journey series is a continuation of the book's teachings, with more added life journeys and experiences to share. Dreams play an interesting and significant role in our lives, if we let them. There are some people who do not dream. At times, I envy those people, as dreams can be very vivid and disturbing for some of us. There are many people who have and continue to analyze dreams and look for meaning in them. Neuroscience believes that dreams are random associations of neuron activity in our brains. Psychoanalysts would say they are a natural byproduct of the way our brain is structured. The Course says dreams are only a deeper level of the illusions we create, a byproduct of the current dream we are living. The Course states that they have little, if no, significance or relevance to our lives, to our true existence in this life. They are all illusions in the context of who we are and play a larger role in who we think we are. Those two perspectives are what I'd like to discuss today and give you some of the course's views on dreams. In chapter 18, called The Passing of the Dream, on page 375, in a section called The Basis of the Dream, paragraph 1 says this, Does not a world that seems quite real arise in dreams? Yet think what this world is. It is clearly not the world you saw before you slept. Rather, it is a distortion of the world planned solely around what you would have preferred. End quote. Paragraph two starts by saying this, and I quote, dreams are chaotic because they are governed by our conflicting wishes, and therefore they have no concern for what is true. They are the best example you could have of how perception could be utilized to substitute illusions for truth end quote. The book is suggesting that we can see upon awakening that what we experienced while we were asleep was a dream. The book states that we planned the dream and even chose how it would play out. We could likely all agree that dreams, for the most part, are illusions. There's something we made up in our minds, whether it is a result of seeing or thinking about someone earlier that day or a few days before. Places, events, or even dramas played out as we wanted them and thought they should. In paragraph five of that same section, it says this, and I quote, dreams show you that you have the power to make a world as you would have it be. And because you want it, you see it. While you see it, You do not doubt that it is real. Yet here is a world, clearly in your mind, that seems to be outside. You do not respond as if you made it, nor do you realize that the emotions the dreams produces must come from you, end quote. The the book is trying to tell us that we can so easily dismiss a dream as being something separate from us, something that just happened to us in our minds while we slept. Yet we were always in total control, creating the dream we're having. In paragraph six of that same, sorry, in, in in the same paragraph, sentence six, it says this, you do not realize that you are making them act out for you. For if you did, the guilt would not be theirs and the illusion of satisfaction would be gone. In dreams, these features are not obscure. You seem to awaken, and the dream is gone. Yet what you fail to recognize is that what caused the dream has not gone with it. Your wish to make another world which is not real remains with you. And what you seem to awaken to is but another form of the same world you see in dreams. All your time is spent in dreaming. Your sleeping and your awaking dreams have different forms, that is all. Their content is the same. End quote. The book is saying that we are always dreaming, whether we are asleep or awake. It is consistently said that we created the world we see before us. It is not real and only what is real is in our minds. Dreams are just another version of what we see and think about the world we created. Our dreams reflect what we want and another level of fear, guilt, and worry we carry within us. I think if we're honest about our dreams, if you remember them, we can see how they would be all of that more. The course talks about light in our dreams and how we can start changing them and ourselves by embracing the knowledge and acceptance that dreams are just another form of this reality we create. I've talked about some of the dreams I've had in the past. I can tell you that once I accepted that my dreams were just another level of the reality I create, when I'm awake, things started to change. I've yet to have one dream that is disturbing or that I cannot change or control now. Most nights, I do not even remember my dreams. My sleep is deep and undisturbed. I started this transformation of dreams by asking the Holy Spirit to help guide me and my dreams. I've had several dreams that while in the dream state, I would say out loud, this is not real, and I do not want this. Instantly, the dream changed to what I consciously asked it to do. I can tell you, the first dream I did that in, it was quite amazing, but that one time was all I needed to be convinced that it wasn't real and I could change it. I think it is becoming obvious what the two perspectives on dreams are. The first is that dreams, sorry, the first is that the dreams we have while asleep in this world are a dream within a dream. Then the second, that the sleeping dreams can be easily changed as the waking ones. The, book's, the book makes reference at the beginning of chapter 2, chapter 2 called The Separation and the Atonement. At the bottom of page 17, 17 and then page 18, it says this, and I quote, The Garden of Eden, or the pre-separation condition, was a state of mind in which nothing was needed. When Adam listened to the lies of the serpent all he heard was untruth you do not have to continue to believe what is not true unless you choose to do so all that can literally all that can literally disappear in the twinkling of an eye because it is merely a misperception what is seen in dreams seems to be real yet the bible says that a deep sleep fell upon adam and nowhere is there reference to his waking up. The world has yet to experience any comprehensive reawakening or rebirth. Such a rebirth is impossible as long as you continue to project or miscreate. The book is saying that if we continue to miscreate our reality and make it what we want it to be, then we will continue to choose the unreal and delusions. We will continue to have dreams within a dream and feel all the misery and fear that we let in to this world. We need to wake up. We need to stop believing that this is our truth and that this world will set us free. Our freedom lies in this moment and in awakening to the reality of who we truly are. Our freedom lies in embracing our brothers and sisters as our equals, who we love as we love ourselves. Our freedom lies in living in this moment and never looking ahead or back. The Lord's Prayer gives so many messages if we'd only listen when we say it. And there's a line in it that says this, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth, as it is in heaven. Those words tell us heaven is here. The way to find it and embrace it here in this world is to stop, look, and listen to this moment and no other. Thank you for listening. In two weeks' time, on Sunday, May 30th, I'm going to do an episode called Awakening. It feels like the perfect sequel to this episode. If the course is trying to teach us that dreams are only manifestations of who and what we think we are in this reality, then in order to change, we need to awaken from the dream. The course never suggests that awakening is a process or a hard task. It merely states a shift in perception from living in the past or the future to living in the now. When reality becomes only about this moment and no other, then it opens us all up to the peace, happiness, and love that only this moment of reality could ever give us. In closing, I would like to say hello to my friends from Paradise, Nevada, El Paso, Texas, Los Angeles, California, and Phoenix City, Alabama, all from the United States of America. God bless you. Also, friends from Oslo, Norway, and Georgetown and Barrie, Ontario, my Canadian friends. Hello. Thank you all for listening. Please continue to review and rate the podcast. I can be contacted by email. At trifecta now three at gmail.com. If you'd like to ask a question, share a comment, or even just say hello, you can find my email address in the details of each podcast. Thanks for sharing the love. Remember, this is our journey. Let us together find our way. Live in this moment, it's the only one that truly matters. Always love Denise.